Today's conversation is with Rolf Structural Integration Certified Advanced Structural Practitioner, Dario De Lorenzo. Dario is an advanced practitioner of structural integration. He completed his advanced training with Emmett Hutchins and Nail Powers in 2014. These days, Dario is a part of the European Guild for Structural Integration, or EGSI. Talking with Dario is incredibly easy, possibly because his kind and loving heart, or maybe it's the accent. Our talk spreads across different topics, such as how Dario was brought to bodywork, what is the EGSI, a surprise party coming next year, Sharon Wheeler, and more. We really enjoyed our conversation with Dario and are looking forward to more communications and collaborations with him in the future to come. And now, our conversation. Hello, Dario. Hello. <laughs> so, how are you? Oh, it's so nice to see you again. You've never really seen me, but I've seen you because of your, <laughs> um, because of your videos. So it's really nice to, uh, to see and to make this, um, this new connection. It's been great. Hi. Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice virtually. to meet you too. We're excited to talk with you. <laughs> I think you better lower your expectations. <laughs> After Jan Sultan, I think that everything else is going to be very down. No, I think he will set the precedent for everything to go up. And well, actually, we had some really good talks before, but I don't want to. Uh, downplay the people we had before too mm -hmm. yeah i do like it a lot I, i've heard, i've listened uh all the rest so yeah okay. i'm enjoying yeah i also like the the ayurvedic guy that went to india you know learn about his personal story how he's uh developing the bringing rolf in there it's i mean it's it's also very nice to to listen how people use this tool in their life, no, to, to make a journey in, in their life. Yeah. Dario, I love your accent. I could just like listen to you speak. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, I made it on purpose. <laughs> all you need to do is have the hands as well. <laughs> you don't see the hand in the postcard. Yeah. One thing for, I think for, for, for both of us is we actually, we don't know a lot about the guild. And so it's really nice to have you on because you are a, a guild person. Um, and one thing we're really, I think, trying to do in these days is uh, bridge um, and, and, and SI as a whole, is, there's many different schools and we're trying to kind of, uh, and I think you had said it in one way or another in one of the messages, but there's like, there is this separation and, um, and it maybe it doesn't need to be, you know, it's, I think some people join one school and they think this is the way to be, um, but we don't really know a lot about the others. And and so I think I'd love to hear if you, if you feel comfortable, like yeah, what sure. is the guilt? Yeah. Well, um, first of all, let me tell you, I'm, I'm there are two guilds right now in the world. <laughs> So the, the the there's the original guild that is the guild that came up came from the split from the Rolf Institute and the guild, and that's the school where I trained. Um, I trained with Matachins in uh, he was uh, living in Hawaii and I trained with him, 
and I did the, they, they still do the, um, the auditing and the practicing or well, at least they did it when I, I did my studies. Um, so I did the auditing, practitioner, and then I went back again, once again, in a way for, uh, um, the advanced class. And that time was with Neil Powers and, uh, uh Emmett. Then, in the meanwhile, while here in, in Europe, uh, um, Alex Urbanzik uh, decided to, he wanted to start a school. He wanted to start a school because he wanted to, the, um, the Czech Republic to start learning the um, structural integration. At that time, uh, um, English was not very much spoken and uh, the economy in Czech Republic uh, was and, and still somehow is made in a way that uh, they really cannot afford to do it, a basic training going in the in, uh, US uh, somewhere. So he started this school with the idea uh, of um, setting up the, the language in uh, local language. Uh, make it uh, available at a cost that is um, affordable for the nation they are teaching into. And, uh, um, and, and the other idea was to follow somehow the pattern of uh, the guild. So stick to what we call the recipe. So either Rolf, Dr. Either Rolf recipe, original recipe. And, and I can discuss about this if you want uh, later on. Um, so he founded this school and he starts uh, teaching. After a few years, uh, he was in contact. Uh, Alex was a, a student of uh, Emmet, of Peter, a lower, he knew all the guild. And at a certain point, he asked, uh, um, and he wanted to develop this project from just the Czech Republic all over to Europe. And so it built, it changed the name of the school to Guild, uh, European Guild for Structural Integration, which is a separate school from the, the US Guild. Okay. And uh, that is how it started. And then we started uh, a training in, uh, in Poland. We started a training, now we have a, a tra basic training in Italy, one in uh, Poland, one in Czech Republic, one in Vienna, in Austria. And uh, what else? Did I mention UK? UK is the, is the last one, I think. So that, that, that's that um, Besides just geographically, are the schools different? The European guild versus the one that's in the States? Uh, they are, yeah, they are, they are different structure. They are different companies, uh, different management, different faculty. Everything is different right now. But, but what know, about the, the education? Are you still? Well, what we, we, what we do in, uh, in Europe, uh, we decided to follow um, a modular training format. So we, we teach the basic training, we teach uh, the basic training with um, 20 weekends of three days. Um, and in these 20 weekends, we have uh, three different phases. In one, we do, let's say, more anatomy, some palpation, but we go through the, the 10 series as just the teacher and the assistant as showing it, discussing the principle, discussing the, the, what we, um, what are the anatomical elements uh, and, um, sorry, and, um, 
in the in the second phase we start doing the exchange uh, practitioner on practitioner and again the teacher and the assistant go and show it um, and then the last phase is the the phase where we have the the the, the, the models coming in okay so I cannot talk at all for the guild right now if you want to know more about us guild you really have to to ask to them because what i can i can share with you is how i trained in 2011 but i don't know now how the situation is after amethyst died uh, richard stansel died so it's there was a lot of changes in there so i don't know can you clarify in your module one do the students get to experience therapeutic touch in terms of practicing or are they just observing? Well, um, we, it's impossible to have uh, people sitting around without touching anybody. For those that want to do our work, we need to have our hands on someone. So what we do is, uh, let's say, uh, we explain anatomy and then we do palpatory anatomy uh, and you know how these things are even if you're just just palpating it, it finished that you're doing a session <laughs> but you're not doing a session you're just following the landmarks for example you follow all the landmarks of the first session so you go I don't know costal arch the sternum where are the clavicles what's the acronym let's let's find the the coracroid process and this the, all of the elements that could be needed during the first session. And so we do exchange and uh, we use that phase to, to have the people that comes from a very different background uh, dive into a different type of touch. And we, uh, the assistant and the teacher, um, we go round and round on the tables and we let them experience uh, the touch. Of course, a prerequisite for us is that they have received uh, the 10 series before they attend uh, the class. Sounds like a good program. Sounds very similar to a, to a program I went through. <laughs> what was it in particular that, that drew you to the guild as opposed to uh, you know, the Institute or Anatomy Trains or what, you know, what other, other course? Well, that was... Um, it really took took me a lot of time for me to decide that I wanted to do this work. When I I received the ten series, it was because my I was doing psychotherapy um, in a group with um, the Reich, Reich William Reich approach. So we work on our bodies, and um, the guy told me, well, "I think you should do rolfing. You should you should try this." So I tried, and. After the, the 10 sessions were finished, I, after, I didn't realize what would happen to me, but immediately I realized that after a few months and I realized that many of my, uh, you know, clicks, automatical uh, mechanism, psychological mechanism was or smoothed or simply went away. So I said, oh, there's something in there. So, and I started the, and from there I started, I started, I, I come from, a, I'm a mathematician, I was working on a software company, I didn't have any anatomical background, so I started building up all the, my, the elements that I needed. I think it took something like um, seven, eight years before I, I just said, okay, now I'm ready, I want to do the, 
the training. Um, and why I choose that? Uh, it's um, again, someone told me. Someone told me. Um, I, I want to tell you this because I was on holiday. I was on holiday in this little island in Greece. And I was reading books uh, all about holistic um, approach to human body, uh, to human. And um, and I said to my wife, well, I, I decided I want to change my work. The work I'm doing, I want to go on this direction. So I, we, when we came back from that specific holiday, the moment I, we landed in Italy, I arrived home, I put the, the suitcase uh, in, the, in the house, uh, I dropped everything. I said, Roberta, I need to go for a walk. So I went, my, Roberta, she's my wife. I went for this walk. And for the first and last time uh, so far in my life, uh, walking, I met my rover that is living in my same town, but I never met him before, <laughs> never met him afterwards. And I met him and said, oh, Franco, I want to talk to you. <laughs> And uh, I want to, to become a rolfer at that time. I said that. And, uh, and I said, okay, sit down. Let's, let's have a drink and let's discuss. And he told, me, he told me many things, but mainly what he told me is, uh, I think you should go and learn the, this from someone that have met either Rolf. You need to go as close as much uh, as you can to the, to the source. And, and he said he was trained uh, by Peter Melchior when the, the split wasn't there. So it was part of two different uh, organisms when this, there was the split. It was still a guild and a rolfer as well. Um, and he told me, look, Peter is no longer here, but you should, you should go with, uh, with Emmet. And I, I didn't, at that point I didn't uh, even look for anything else so it's not I choose this school because uh, I don't know Rolf Institute or because anatomy training was better or worse I simply someone told me and I trust him because uh, mm -hmm. because I trust uh, I trust his hands I mean he, he really made uh, a difference in my life he transformed sure. my life so I yeah. trust him yeah, that's a great story. Yeah. Do uh, and then for I guess for people who are listening that are um, not familiar, Nikki and I went to the Rolf Institute, so we say Rolfing and Rolfers, uh, and there is now unfortunate or unfortunate there are trademarks involved. Uh, and yeah. so for for people who are uh, tuning in who aren't familiar, would would you do the honor um, explaining the 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 differences the between them or well the. There's one, one thing that is very simple is that uh, when I present myself, I never said that I'm a rolfer <laughs> or that I do rolfing. I simply said I do structure integration, which is the method uh, that either of created. And um, so I said that in Italian. Then I, of course, I need to, to, to show them the books. And then the, so the clients keep saying some very often they keep calling me Rolfer. Well, they don't call me Rolf, but they say Rolfing is the practice that I'm doing. Uh, and I keep reverting to instructor integration, but it's too long for them. Even if uh, personally, I find like there's a meaning uh, in those two words that I do like. 
I like very much the concept of uh, a structure that has been integrated, that is uh, um, become a whole instead of being a, 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 a um, segmented set of segmental parts. No, the, the, the fact that it's been, I become a whole, I become an integrated person, become that means that I, I live in myself from head to toe. It's, it's only one flow, it's only one, one unique element. That, that, that's what I've tried to achieve now when I when work. Um, so that, that's the main uh, difference from the naming point of view. From the educational point of view, I really don't know because um, what I can tell you is that my, my training was given by Emmett Hutchins, and he was also a teacher of, um, I think, was one of the first two teachers uh, that either also appointed. So I'm guessing that originally uh, the teaching from the Rolf Institute and what I've learned wasn't that different. That's what my guess. No? Does the yeah. guild, so at the Rolf Institute, we have what Rolfing the structural sessions and then they have Rolf movement, which incorporates obviously movement and the Rolf Institute, again, depending on the teacher, but the, the ideal is the emphasis of weaving movement into, into the structural sessions that they're equally as important. I have two questions is, um, does the guild talk about movement? And then just the way you're talking and the way you're expressing yourself, I can't help but think, Yes. And, <laughs> and, the, um, and the inquiry that got you into the work, William Wright, you had mentioned, which sounds kind of like a, a somatic psychotherapy where you're using yep. movement to explore thoughts. I don't know much about William Wright, so I'm kind of asking. I can asking tell you some, something about that. Well, um, when I went to the guild, uh, so this is the Europe. The, the American Guild to 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 learn what has been uh, what was part of the basic training, of course, is the movement you do during the session. So I think I'm assuming that uh, the the new movement training also in the Rolf Institute is uh, something that isn't um, different from that. No, then my personal interest, but I think. Um, most of the teachers I'm working with uh, in uh, in European Guild are really uh, very much into movement. So, for example, Alesh is teaching yoga. Julio um, um, was a dancer. So, movement is really part of what we we do like to to, to know. And uh, we have had uh, Mary Bond as a guest teacher for us, and uh, she has taught uh, in our basic training in Milan, for example. So, we do like to incorporate movement uh, within uh, um, the practice. Um, so it's integrated. It's not kind of this separate thing of. No, 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 no. It's integrated. We don't have a, a, pro, a specific program for movement. We don't have that. Go, going back to your question about William Wright, I mean, I'm going to very, very um, 
superficially going to mention that William Reich was um, um, was working with uh, Freud, and was from Freud it was assigned the the target to develop what was called a clinic, so um, a way to, to to progress with uh, patients um, on a daily basis. And he came up with this uh, concept that uh, whatever is your trauma, if it the trauma that you have uh, uh, is there from before you started uh, talking. You cannot articulate verbally. That trauma is in your body. And um, and so it's like a wounded, a scar that is in your body. And uh, uh, the first thing you need to do is to somehow um, bring it up into your consciousness, into your awareness. And you do that by move, some sort of movement, some sort of uh, putting stress in that. So if you put stress in the body, the, the, the tension will come up and you have a way to explore and then dissolve the trauma. That's more or less the idea. Then there is all, uh, all around um, a lot of things about um, what you call the character harmer. Um, yeah. to, to understand we say it would be like body body armoring body armoring yeah okay body armoring so there are different type of body armoring according to when your uh, um, trauma is the earlier uh, the worst the later the best <laughs> the simpler I would say and there's there's um I think I'm not sure the it's whether it's speculation or known but Ida Rolf had been studying Reiki and bioenergetics and and this body armoring and I think that was yeah. I mean listening to what you just said here and then listening to what we had Jan last week and Jan was talking about the stressor of the body I mean that to me goes hand in hand where you are stressing the body as a way to bring about uh, a change and so that that thought I hear pretty tied in and you you studied Gestalt therapy as well did you study gestalt or you were doing workshops well i was i was doing some workshops on on Rolf, on um gestalt therapy but i'm i'm not very much in um into the theory i i study much more the the Reichen therapies rather than the, the gestalt therapy I, i've done very many works with the gestalt therapists but you, but you prefer the the Reikian. No, it's not a matter of pre preferences. It's like um, every. I think of. I think um, there are two aspects of this. One, one is that wherever, whatever um, approach you use, uh, you decide to use for yourself. Uh, uh, the big difference is the the, therap the therapist. Okay, mm -hmm. and I was lucky enough to have uh, two big uh, therapists, uh, both uh, Reichen and uh, Gestalt. Um, I was fascinated by the approach to the body of uh, Reich. That that that's what really um, got me into then this work because I think uh, um, the work we do in structure integration it's a great uh, approach to. Um, realign uh, um, 
all the bodies that are in, in my body. So my psyche, my um, uh, soul, uh, my emotions, my thoughts, my muscles, my fascia, my organs. So if, if all of these bodies are aligned, um, I'm more, uh, I'm more um, present to myself uh, and present in the world. Uh, and it's easy to say present, but presence is really what um, makes um, us uh, as therapists uh, um, bring or evoke a change in uh, our clients. Um, I, I never think that is my hand, only my hand that are, is doing the work. Is uh, I think it's a combination of uh, um, my hands working, uh, as Jan Sultan was saying, working this ankle and thinking that that knee and the, the hip, but also thinking to the person and staying in my body and 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 feeling what's happening and and, and be there. Um, so that's why, for example, I, I really um, have as, as, a, as a mission, uh, I keep on starting, keep on working on me, keeping on, on, on challenging me with, from different uh, uh, points of view in order to, to try to smooth out uh, uh, all my angles. There are so many, so much. Yeah. See, I, I relate 100%. My girlfriend will always say, well, you know, another class. And I think, yeah, there's just so much I I want to keep learning and keep, and I want to, my blind spots, I want to keep getting rid of my dirty spots in the windows. I want to clean those and keep cleaning them. There's just so much always more to go if, if you want to. So I relate 100% with you there. And both of us at Touching Into Presence love your way that you described presence because that's a, a big part of what we're all about. Yes, I kind of just got lost in your in your sharing. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like I was going on my own little somatic presence journey. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that's one of the things about you, Dario, that I was so drawn into is the presence that you you carry. And for some people, they might be born with that. But my guess is because of the work you've done on yourself and continue to do, is why people who are just tuning in and listening to you will already have that sense of, of a grounding of a, of a centeredness because I don't know how much has to do with mirror neurons, right? So you hear something and you, 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 you respond within that, but there is that mm -hmm. there is the work that you you do in yourself is, um, is clear to us. Uh, so keep it up. I'm curious to just go with, cause you, the passion that you're bringing or sharing it's intriguing with considering what the, the profession that you were in before and looking back, like for myself, I, you know, I was a communi communications major in college. And when I chose to go to become a rolfer, it felt like a very different path. But now that I can look back, the classes I took in college kind of makes sense. I mean, my communications major was studying. It was quite broad at the university I went to, but I studied a lot of nonverbal communication and human communication styles. And later in my training and, you know, learning how to body read and just kind of witnessing somebody in front of me, I was like, oh, wow, my college education wasn't a waste. 
So I'm curious, especially with people who have made these kind of great changes, what was maybe in your past life that you could see how it sent you in this journey? Uh, I don't know exactly. Mm, I know that there's something I'm still doing that I was doing before. Um, in, you know, was working, the simplest way to describe it is that I was a program manager. So I was uh, coordinating big projects um, where you have a, many teams dislocated uh, all over the world. And, uh, and in, I was breaching them, creating connection, facilitating the, the, the connection from one point to the other. So that's what I, I did like at that time and somehow in in my present um, position uh, i feel like uh, I, I love to do this type of work also for the european guild from structural integration and uh, when i when i'm working with a person with a client uh, somehow i think that i'm i'm facilitating relating something to something so is is this uh, some sort of ability that I I have in myself and to to create connections uh, between parts? That that's um, something that is common, even if the work is completely different. Yeah, I um, I mean, when when you gave us when you sent your information about what you had done and. I, I, again, resonated so well with it because my background was, uh, I was a network engineer. I did systems administration. And when I would meet people, they'd say, you know, how would you go from computers into body work? It's so different. And in my mind, it was it was systems. It's looking like, so I, I hear you saying project management. It makes a lot of sense to me. Project management is having to juggle 20 balls at a time, but looking at that straight ahead way of how you make everything exactly. work. And I mean... In some ways, Ida Rolf was a great project manager. She, she, she found a way to say, okay, we have this project of the human, but we have all these separate parts. How do we, how do we get this in so that the end product can be as optimal and as quick as possible? Because you could do a 50, a 50 session thing, you know, and, and she, I think from what I gathered, she sort of made many different iterations to get to the 10 series. She had an eight series and a, 11 and this and that, but yeah, she was a project manager. I, I can totally hear your, um, how your background could easily tie in. And it's one of the things I, I loved about the rolfing or, or structural integration or any of these types of bodywork practices is that people come in with different backgrounds and can bring in what they know and it can all it can all relate and it can, and we can relate that's the that's the point that we can and i'm gesturing <laughs> <laughs> is that we really can uh, uh, relate we are so different so different one another if i think about the school where i'm, I'm working so um, in the european guild uh, we are so different one another we have we did this little test of uh, writing down our background and and how we felt our first 10 series and so we exchanged these um, these uh, emails, uh, and uh, and we the, the um, we went from poetry to mathematical approach. To everyone was in, in express uh, this this uh, 
let me call it initiation process of the 10 series uh, with such a variety of um, point of view and perception. But at the same time, uh, uh, there was something in common in there that we started the journey, a journey of uh, embodiment uh, in that, that was made uh, uh, so clearly distinctive by Ida Rolf. And, and, and that, that's what we have in common, regardless of the school we are from. So we really need to value each other and, and, and this diversity we have in our schools. Curious with in Europe, how well known is structural integration? I mean, I live in Boulder, Colorado, where this all started, and I'm still amazed how a lot of people that I run into don't really know what it is or heard about it. So it's still, still kind of this little small therapeutic. It's a very small um, niche. is really not well known at all. And on these, I would like that all the school would spend more in, in marketing the to the clients rather to the students, uh, because it's um, it is true that it, this is a, a work. The work we do, I don't think it's a work for everyone. So somehow it's uh, it always would be probably not um, how do you say a mass um, mass appeal? Yeah, mass appeal. It would not be a mass appeal uh, uh, approach for people. But uh, anyhow, it, this this type of approach was so much more. Uh, known in in early uh, in early eighties or ninety than it is right now. So it's like we are dispersing a value that we have instead of uh, um, making it more known. Uh, it's less and less known. That's my feeling. That's my personal feeling. In Italy, but, but then it, it depends. In Italy, we have I think. Between different schools, we might have probably around 120 person. Uh, if you go to Munich, I think only Munich could be more than 120 person doing the structural integration. So um, it really, it really changes uh, on depending on where you go, who you talk. Uh, so, for example, in Czech, Czech Republic, even if it's not very much known, um, people that are working are, are getting a lot of referrals. So that's the way we develop our um, market with referrals. And it's true. It's um, my clients arrive because someone else talks about me. And I guess also in your practice is like that. No, you, you start somehow and with your friends and after a while you, you have people you never met. You don't know where they come from and you don't advertise. You don't have a, you have a website, but it's not from there that the clients come. Yeah, I definitely like, think in our our work, opposed to maybe a physical physical therapist or a chiropractor, practice building really does come from word of mouth majority. Yeah, there's a there's like a lot of there's sort of a quasi saying of like when nobody else can help you, then turn to the rolfer. So a lot of people would see they'd see an acupuncturist, a physio, a chiro, and and then eventually one of the you know they wouldn't 
get what they needed. And one of them would say, oh, you should go see this guy. He's a rolfer. This girl, she's a rolfer. And that's when they would get the help. So it it is, you know, I, I know a few rolfers who get their referrals from chiropractors or they even work in chiropractic offices because they get the referrals there because the chiro can only do so much, which is kind of amazing because they have a, a four-year education here, um, but they're they're missing that integrator approach. Um, I believe in in the the Rolf Institute Europe division, like the, which is in Munich, which is what is I think a lot of people there. A lot of the Rolfers, when I looked on their website, were all physios. A lot of them were physios and osteopaths, which is I thought was really interesting. So it looked like they had studied what they'd studied and then were looking for a little more and then became rolfers. And that's how I, I played it. Cause I was, I was working in Europe a bit and I was looking for rolfers and like in Vienna, most of the, the Rolf Institute rolfers all were, were osteos or physios, which was very different than in the U S I don't know with the guild in Europe, if, if it's the same or not. Um, we have different backgrounds. At least the class in Milano, what we're doing in Milano, we have very different backgrounds. I think we have some massage therapists, uh, uh, no physios, though. But I, I'm sure that I met uh, some physios in uh, in Prague when I went to Prague and Poland. So it's, you know, it's mixed crowd, really, really mixed backgrounds. Yeah. I want to hear a little bit. You mentioned um, there's a, a big celebration coming up next year for, for a few things. Uh, would you like to talk about the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's something really. Um, that, that's what I'm doing for my with my project manager um, background. So. Um, I'm trying to coordinate it to help support the school to, to coordinate this uh, big event that uh, um, we want to create. Um, so next year is going to be the 10th anniversary of our school. And at the same time, it's going to be the 125th anniversary of Dr. Rolf's birth. So we want to celebrate this uh, somehow specially. So we put up... Uh, um, six days of workshop all dedicated to um the the recipe so imagine that uh, in the first day you will uh, go with session one second day session two and three session uh, second third day four and five and so on the last day you will have the session 10. so in the morning we will do lectures around uh, this session and in the afternoon we're going to do uh, workshops. We're going to do workshops uh, um, and people will have uh, the opportunity to work with uh, David Davis, uh, Neil Powers and Nelsie Silvera, which are three very uh, um, senior um, in terms of knowledge uh, uh, person that uh, also have met uh, Dr. Rolf. Uh, I don't think Nancy, but uh, for sure David and, and Neil. And then there will be the rest of the faculty. So Alex uh, Urbanski, Adam Polanski, Fulvio Faudel, and myself. And um, so 
you you can uh, you will have um, the opportunity to to listen to the lecture, go into the workshop, uh, and have an experience of exchanging work on one day. Then the other day, we, you will have uh, what we call the gems of uh, structural integration. A workshop on a gems, another workshop on uh, on uh, what we call uh, um, the philosophy of structural integration, and. Uh, if you're not um, if you're not finished, when the the day is over, we also have uh, some sort of aperitivo with our friends. We hope that uh, we can invite some other friends uh, from uh, US. Uh, who knows? I'm not anticipating any name, but uh, we would like to do like a very informal uh, beer uh, and chat uh, um, with with some senior friends uh, uh, supporting the discussion about something, some topic. Very, very informal, free, free, free format. So that would be free format, and that's what we're doing. And I think it's gonna. Uh, what I thought is, uh, uh, we would like to do something that we want to attend to. And um, personally, I don't like very much those events where there are um, workshops that are not uh, combined together. Uh, and so we have created one unique flow. So you, you, it's like, uh, again, we, we wanted to create an integrated uh, event and not uh, a series of uh, elements put together like a salad. We wanted to create uh, a soup. <laughs> I love it. It's like a, it's like the tin series. It's one yeah. session broken into tin. Yeah, one to ten. And it's in Prague. If you don't know, if you have never been been in Prague, uh, Prague, you need to come. It's, oh, it's lovely. Yeah, I love wonderful. Prague. Mm. Uh, Czech Republic's great. Mm. Um, so it's still being planned. You don't have any too much. It's going to be published in in a couple of days uh, or in a few days. We're going to publish. We finished the logo. We we had. Uh, we're going to publish soon. And uh, well, there's also a little bit uh, an, another surprise for this that, uh, um, do you know John Lodge, uh, which is the, the person that uh, drew all the drawings in the Rolfing book? Have you ever noticed that? So John Lodge is this guy that uh, uh, made all the, um, the drawings in either Rolf's book. And um, so it happens that, uh, we have received uh, um, some documentation, uh, original documentation made from John Lodge. So we are now um, taking this material and uh, we want to create something, a, a little something we would like to uh, give uh, also during that uh, event. And um, he was an original, uh, clearly, he was an original teacher from Ida Rolf. Uh, he was. Uh, is the guy that made all the the, the drawings. Uh, most of the um, discussion he had with either Rolf. So um, this is something we is going to be available. So we we want we are creating something with uh, with this material for uh, for that is event. He the illustrator for the little boy logo. I don't think so. I'm not sure that he did also the logo. Um, for sure, it is all the draw the anatomical drawings in the book. Any anatomical drawing has got uh, this signature from John Lodge, and uh, he's, he's the guy. I like that. So you have like a 
sort of incentive, a special thing. If you come now, you will also get this special John Lodge. No, I'm, I'm so thrilled because I'm, 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 what I'm doing right now is I'm typing from his handwritten uh, notes to a Word document. And, and uh, if you cannot imagine how beautiful it is to, um, to see this, uh, this piece of paper with the, the date in the past, like uh, 81 or 79 or 72, and, uh, and be able to, to think, that, okay, this guy met Ida Rolf and, and studied with him and he prepared the book with her. Um, and, um, and, and if write things that are, for example, today I, I, I transcript this and I sent to my, to the guys that are studying with our basic train because I, I think it was amazing. It was, uh, there was one little, um, notes in this page. It was, he wrote, uh, be willing to be confused, uncertain, elated, stay in the moment, forgive yourself, love yourself. And when I read these and I said, okay, <laughs> so my heart like boom, exploded, exploded. That, that's, that's what I want. That's what I want. I want, I want this type of teachers. I want this, this type of uh, messages. I'm, 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 I'm being granted the, the, the privilege of, uh, not being sure, um, but also be elated uh, and uh, forgive myself and love myself. Okay, it's good. Good to know that there was a teacher like that now in uh, in our lineage. That's where we come from, and so that's nice. why we would like to do something to to honor him uh, as a way. I think to honor all the teachers of our lineage. Well, I think that's beautiful. But I think it's very poignant, too, in the state of the world right now. Thank you for sharing that. And I think we could probably speak to you so much, just, just partly because of your presence. But what I would like to know from you, Dario, is Sharon Wheeler. Personally, to you, Andrew, I saw that you wanted to do a, a training with Sharon, and I strongly recommend you do that, because Sharon is uh, she's, she's really a special woman. Um, I've arranged for her in Milan. Uh, she, she's got different classes. She, she does uh, scar work, uh, uh, tail end, uh, cranium and bone work. And uh, so this year before the our lockdown, we had uh, planned that this uh, class uh, was the last of our series here in, in, uh, in uh, Milano and we had to cancel that. But um, she has this amazing way of uh, um, entering in the body uh, and talking to different layers, different type of tissue from the scar to the bone. Um, and she gave me uh, the varieties of the touch that I needed. Um, so I'm, I'm extremely um, thankful to her and you. You live uh, in U.S. You go whenever she has a class. Go and meet her. She's really amazing, mm. and she will tell a lot of story of Ida Rolf too. She's uh, she likes to talk very much, so <laughs> you'll enjoy also that part. 
Nice. Yeah, I'm hoping to at some point. You know, there's always there's so many classes. You know, you were saying how you know the work you're doing yourself. I, I have so many classes I, I I still want to take. She's on my list. We'll see when when the the times arrive for that. Yeah, and you have to, you have to to share stories about the 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 Azalem massage because she was teaching uh, in the seventies Azalem massage, and she she met uh, Fritz Perls. She she was uh, I mean she she also writes something for him and re, I mean she has so much stories so much stories it's, uh, she's a wonderful wonderful person yeah well that that at that point in the 70s what was happening at Esalen is just yeah, mind blowing yeah to think about who and what and how that all sort of was is um, it's pretty amazing I mean we Jan talked a little bit about it last week but there's, there's so much more just that you couldn't even get those type of people, I think, in the same room nowadays. They were just all intermixing um, and it was the place to be. I feel like I'm still riding on the what you shared with the, sorry, I forgot his name. John Lodge. Yeah, I'm, I just, that was, I'm going to, I'll listen to the podcast, but I plan on listening and writing that down. I mean, it's kind of hard. I think I'm. I'm. I'm I think it's blowing my, my heart up a little bit. Mm. Um, it's kind of hard to be. I, I want to feel that without being engaged with the computer. I just feel like that was those are oh. some powerful words. I feel like that's a great way to actually sort of leave it in the spirit of rolfing, which is that sometimes. It's like we want to do a little more, right? We have something done, and we're like, oh, well, maybe if I just do one more thing. But actually everything is really covered. Everything is great. We don't need to talk about anything else. We can say, okay, this is a great space to leave it and let's let it manifest. Let's let it bloom. Let's let that little seed that Dario planted grow out even more, which is what happens a lot in the work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll say our little goodbyes here. I know it's late, probably your time, right? So thank you. Yeah. Late, you have exciting Friday night plans, having a call with people in the U.S. And for me, it's, it's exciting. I like it. Yeah. I like it very much. Same, same. Well, we are so grateful for your time and your knowledge, and um, we will be in touch in other ways, we're sure, in the future to come. Yeah. Thank you, Dario. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Yeah. It was a pleasure. Thank you again. Buena sera. Buena sera. Ciao. 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 You can find more about Dario at rolfmi.it and more information about the European Guild of Structural Integration at rolfguild.eu. You can see our liner notes for the exact spelling of that if there's any questions. And again, we really want to thank Dario for his time and love and care. And we look forward to our next talk to come. If you're enjoying listening to these podcasts, we'd appreciate if you'd leave comments on Apple Podcasts or your podcast provider. And if there's information you'd like to hear, please let us know. You can send us messages. We're happy to try to build and grow the conversations. Thank you all and wishing you a beautiful day out there.